Man, listen. I think is this the is this the first part of the year? I think it's the first part of the year, man. Listen, it is January 14th. 2024. It is I, Julius Rock. I'm here with my main man, P. It is Barbershop Mentality. We might be fucking right. Listen, as always, now, I'm going to do some things different this year. I'm going to promo a little bit better than I've been doing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better this year. You know, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the YouTube page back popping. I'm really going to do better this year. At least by spring, I used two page to be Full throttle episodes. But I digress. Listen, you already know Black Excellence. I think we're in lockstep on this one. Black Excellence goes to the Mako Ryans. What was the record? How many, how many games did Houston win last year, P? Um, it wasn't two? much. I want to say two, two games. I do two or, say two or, two two or three. Two or three games. Two or three games. The Mako Ryans took the Texans. Listen, I thought the Mako, I thought the Texans were going to be second place in the division. They won the division. Now, granted, Jacksonville, Trevor three just games, fell three apart. Games. We won three games. Last year. Yeah, three games. Three games. Trevor just fell the fuck apart. <laughs> Trevor fell apart. I'm not there for the Trevor Lawrence dialogue. I'm leaning there. I'm I, I'm I'm going there. I'm gonna give Trevor one more offseason. Uh, one more season, but I'm leaning towards uncomfortable conversations about Trevor Lawrence. But uh, listen, CJ Stroud missed about three games. Uh, listen, if you don't know, uh, Texas won a playoff game last night, forty-five to fourteen. They they ended the uh insanity run of Joe Flacco. I know what the media was trying to do. The media wanted Joe Flacco to take Lamar Jackson and the Ravens out of here for a feel-good story. And C.J. Stroud, and ancestors oh, said, oh, oh, oh. not only Lamar, they yes. wanted they wanted that Deshaun Watson beef, too. Exactly. They st- you, you notice how they spin the narrative to, like, you know, from Flacco man to, listen, this trade is bad. Look, look at the haul that Texas got for Deshaun. They they wanted to kill two quarter blacks with one stone, and they're kind of killing one. <laughs> but CJ Strauss and the answer said, "No, no, 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 Playboy, I got something for you in their house, man." Uh, I got to give it to the Mako Ryan's man. The Mako Ryan's. Let me tell you why I like this team. This team tries to tear the face off you, like they are clawing and scratching the face off you. Now, this team, these two teams played uh, earlier in the season. Uh, C.J. Stroud was out uh, precisely uh, under a month ago, actually right before Christmas. C.J. Stroud was out. The Texans beat them 36-22. Uh, Flacco had about 368, three touchdowns and two picks. You know, defense, um, you know, went to work. Texas still managed to score 22 touchdowns at the Mako Ryan set before the game. I'm getting my lick back. And proceeded to send Flacco to the retirement home on, on um to the play of two pick sixes. Now he still throw for 300 yards, but two pick sixes and pretty much stalled the Cleveland offense out from under 12 minutes to the rest of the damn game. They 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 couldn't get nothing. They couldn't run the ball. Uh, they put a Mar- they put Amari Cooper in hell. Uh, Najoku kind of just you know shut down the second half. Listen, masterclass, master class. Uh, to Demeco Ryan's coach of the year candidate. Pete, what are your oh, thoughts coach on of the this? year? He liked he coach, hands coach of the year up. Hands down, he, he locked it up. It's it, it's his. I don't even know who else you could begin to want to try and give it to. Stefanski, Stefanski. It went from a three-win bottom feeder team to ten-win, won the division, first-round playoff blowout. And I, I know they're going to say regular season, and I say, man, this, all that shit matters. Yes. All of that shit matters. It does. Um, if, if there was a coach, I would say Stefanski, because Stefanski went through about four quarterbacks this year. <laughs> so that's the only coach I would, if, if you were to coach it with the Mako Ryans. Hey, and at the end of the day, this would this would have been the coach of the year battle then. Yeah. This would yes. have been the coach of the year battle. The winner of this takes coach of the year. And that winner happens to be D'Amico Ryan. Um, shout out even more so, because let's let's just talk about it. 
this job was eating coaches alive. It this was. This was a job we didn't want D'Amico Ryan to take. This is the job that we were upset that he had to take because this is the proverbial black head coach and candidate job. This is the job you take. You go here to fucking die. We gave it our best shot. You tried. We're not going to give you anything to work with, and you better succeed. Well, D'Amico Ryan took this job, and they gave him the dead carcass of a pig, and he made chitterlings with it. He made yes. bacon. He made crackling. He gave us everything. We was able to feast off of it um, in ways that we wouldn't expect him to do. And as Panthers fans, we've been fighting this notion that, oh, if Stroud would have came to Carolina, um, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have been as well performance-wise as he was in Houston. That may be true from the team record-wise, but there's just some shit that he showed as a player that, that can't be overlooked. Kind of like yes. Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville, and we knew Jacksonville fucking stunk, but we could still see the greatness of Trevor Lawrence in that first rookie season. And C.J. Stroud, um, he showed some shit that it's just like, it doesn't matter what team you're on, that shit's going to shine through. Now, yes. Houston, and I don't. I, I'm just gonna say it's the Miko Ryan effect because I don't want to give Houston no, no, no more credit than they should receive. Because again, this is the same organization that was eating coaches alive. Um, they put pieces in place. I think the Laramie Tunzel trade that they got that was a solid ass move. And I know he got injured in the game yesterday. I didn't see what his status was, um, but they were making competent decisions. And D'Amico Ryan's is just another one of those competent decisions that led up being a, a plus factor for them. I'm just, I'm, I'm just so proud of this brother because, again, this was a job where he was supposed to fail. He wasn't supposed to succeed. It wasn't supposed to be like this in year one. Here we are, 10 wins, um, going to the, the second round of the playoffs. And now I, I think Houston – I don't know if they're favorites, but you can't overlook them. I, I don't even know who they got next because I think the rest of the game still got to play out, right? If if the Bills win, they have the Ravens. If the Steelers win, they have the Chiefs. Hmm. I say, mm, not because I don't think they can win. Those are going to be good fucking games. Those are going to yeah. be good games i don't I, at this point i don't think you can count any team in the playoffs now, after this round you get to the next one everyone's a heavy hitter i haven't seen a rookie quarterback come in and do this for their team no since andrew luck and, and the only difference between and i mean, i wouldn't even say there was a difference it's literally almost the same exact shit you lost to sean watson for not to injury, but you lost the all-pro quarterback. He goes somewhere else. The next guy comes in and makes you forget that you had an all-pro. Andrew Luck comes in, makes you forget Peyton Manning was there, leads you to a, a, a playoffs first year. 11 wins for Andrew Luck, 10 wins for C.J. Stroud. Well, I guess eight, really, because he missed two games. But I haven't seen a rookie quarterback with this much juice and this much poise on a successful team since Andrew Luck, and, and the world knows how y'all feel about Andrew Luck, they know how I feel about Andrew Luck. Generational, let's just hope he stays healthy because that's going to be an all-timer right there. Shout you, out to CJ Stroud. I want to add this in there. You know what? This this shit's on college QB scouts and evaluators. This shit's on a lot of them. This shit's on the process. Oh, yeah, they were trying to downplay him through the process. Through 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 Wonderlick scores. I'm gonna tell you this, and, and I've recorded this, and I know people get on my head about this, but I have audio and peace my witness. What was the reason why I wanted Bryce over Stroud? And it wasn't easy for BP. You were there. It was not easy for BP. It was not easy. I saw the Georgia game. I said, shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. I wanted Bryce over Stroud because I said to myself. This nigga played for Nick Saban. This nigga got the same shit, right? I saw, I know what I saw to Bryce Young. This nigga got the same shit. When you get into processing and a uh, photo, none of that shit matters to me anymore, bro. <laughs> none of that shit matters to me. 
can you spin this bitch? And one thing I did, I did not give CJ Stroud enough credit for was CJ Stroud pushes that bitch down the motherfucking field, bro. He pushes it down the motherfucker. With no second thought. With no second thoughts. Now, the protect, now he hasn't had shitty protection, but he's going to push that bitch down the field. And I and I and I know the Panthers offensive line is terrible. Um, but I just haven't seen Bryce connect on that. Now, I will say this. I'm gonna tell you what gives me peace. I'm glad CJ Stroud in Carolina. Because C.J. Stroud does not deserve to go to David Tepper the way he did Steve Wilkes. And C.J. Stroud does not deserve to go to Frank Wright. No. And I need people to get with that because they just don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. I, do I think C.J. Stroud could have made some shit shake, but that would have proved Tepper Wright letting go of Steve, letting go of Steve Wilkes. And that would approve Tepper Wright having goddamn Frank Wright. And then, and then, if I'm also thinking about it, I don't think Frank wanted Stroud. I think I, re- if if we remember correctly, Frank was lusted over Anthony Richardson. I, if I, if I'm correct, I think I mean I think everybody was to be honest with you. And also, um, man, wouldn't it have been great to see Anthony Richardson versus C.J. Stroud in that last game? I think one person wanted Stroud. I thought I yeah. thought they said Frank and then wanted Stroud. Nah, I think so. I and, and nobody can confirm it. I think Frank wanted Richardson, right? I think the front office in Tepper wanted Bryce. I think uh Thomas Brown wanted Bryce, right? I think that C.J. McCown wanted Stroud. That's quarterback why I, coach. <laughs> yeah, because I remember how McCown was talking to Stakeets. McCown was locked in on Stroud. And they got McCown to fuck up out of there, too. I think McCown was locked in coaching with Coach C.J. Stroud. I think that was it. I think he was, I think he was cool, Richardson, but I think he really, because you, you could, that nigga was marveling for C.J. Stroud. And I, and I remember uh, that's what I really think. I think that's I think that was the there was no uniform uniformity with, in this in this process for the Panthers, which is a big problem. But whatever. So man, let, let, let's digress. Let's move on. Man, we could be on that all day, man. Listen, national championship happened on Monday. I need. I don't want the national championship on Mondays no more. Please. Please, please, please take it off Mondays. But Michigan, Washington played. I thought Washington was going to win. Michigan proceeded to grind the, the, the grind to grind uh, Washington to a pulp. And khaki pants in Michigan in the Big Ten won their first natty in almost ten. Big Ten won their first natty in almost ten years. Michigan won their first natty in almost over twenty, maybe 22, 23. Been a long time since Michigan won a national championship. Um, listen, I think I'm not going to be a hater, right? But I think it's one team. I think it's only one team that would have just a pro reflection the way things are going. It was one team that would have probably gave Michigan the best run. That was Georgia, but Georgia didn't do what they had to do, right? It is. It, it is what it is. Right, you 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 win your games. You got the winner wins. Right? How how do you feel about this Michigan team, khaki pants? I I gotta salute Jim Harbaugh because they thought Jim couldn't get it done, and Jim got it done. And a lot of people are eating crow. But how, how how do you feel about this nutty, this this Michigan team? We all know he's going to NFL. But how, how do you feel about this? Man, I I think that this is just the culmination of last year versus this year. Um, first off, I shout out to Michigan. I didn't have them doing shit in these playoffs. I had them out in the first round. I didn't think they were going to be able to make it past Bama. Um, I didn't think that they were the one seed. I didn't think that they were better than Washington. Um, I, I'm a, I'm gonna say this, and I know y'all hear the baby in the background. He just want to be a part of the football talk. Um, Jim Harbaugh had the best coaching job coaching opportunity, coaching performance of the season in the fact that he was mired in controversy 
and was able to still keep the troops rallied. And even though he had that, uh, what was the Shamar, Shamar yeah. Moore coach? Yeah. Um, I I really I'm at a loss for words because I really thought Washington was going to win. I thought that um, their receivers were going to just be able to to take the top off Michigan. I didn't think Michigan had enough speed to beat Bama. I damn sure didn't think they had enough speed. I mean, they I mean they Washington. weren't taking the top off. They just and then, you know. Uh, also, Michael Penix Jr. chose the worst time in his life to have the worst game of his 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 season. Um, they didn't they weren't playing well, and that just goes to preparation. Um, that just goes to preparation and being locked in and being ready to go. Washington's defense uh, couldn't stop the run. I mean, they were running all over them. So do I think that there's a – do I think there's a possibility that this season gets mired in NCAA controversy? Potentially. Um given the fact that Michigan did end up winning, I don't think that they're going to let that slide that there was cheating scandals surrounded by them all season long. Um, but again, given the fact that I didn't think Michigan was going to do anything in these playoffs, man, I got to give him credit. I got to give Harbaugh his credit. Let the record show that it was a one young P Hardy last year when Matt Rule was being fired, that was banging the table for Jim Harbaugh from start to finish. From start to finish, I wanted Harbaugh because I saw what he did in San Francisco. I saw what he did when he had Colin Kaepernick. Y'all not going to make us forget them years where he had Colin Kaepernick and was running up in Green Bay and beating the brakes off Aaron Rodgers. Y'all not going to make me forget that. Y'all not going to make me forget Cam and them having trouble with the 49ers in the playoffs because he had to go through Jim Harbaugh and them boys. I won't forget that. So I want that guy as my coach. I want that guy molding my quarterback. I want the guy who took Alex Smith and made him a superstar. That's who I want. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, man, shout out to Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. Um, and, and yeah, man, I didn't have Michigan winning at all. I thought it was going to be Bama or at least Washington, but that's why the playoffs are the way. And I'm glad they're expanding next year because we're just going to have that many more great. Here's the great thing, too. Every single playoff game up until the national championship was competitive as fuck. So they did at least get that right in that regard. With the four teams that they picked, the first round of games was competitive. They gave us great games. That's true. That's true. That's true. I thought, you know, I think it'll be, uh, I, I, I gotta see when, um, I guess how it's going to all start, you know, the format and everything, but, um, I, 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 I gotta respect Jim. I think, I think the playoffs were pretty good. I, I think bowl season was not as good, but you don't need that many damn bowls, man. You don't need that many bowls, but you know, um, who do you now? We all know Khaki Pants leaving. Who do you think takes over this job? Man, um, so as of right now, one ship is falling. Right, Kalen DeBoer took the took the Bama job. Um, oh, we get to that. We get to that. We get to that. We get to that. So, I mean, I brought up Shamar Moore's name for a reason. I think that's his name, Shamar Moore, right? Yeah. Um. I don't I don't know. Let me ask you this. Do you think that that Michigan Ohio State game is that close if Jim Harbaugh coaches that game? The final score was 30 to 24, right? Yes. Based on uh, what I've seen with Harbaugh leading them, Ryan Day might have got cooked in that game. That I mean, I think they would have beat they would have Probably the same thing. I, I think Michigan was playing with a chip on their shoulder, man. Well, I think Michigan was playing um, with a chip on their shoulder. So, I, man, who's out there? I, I think, to me, it's January 14th. Signing day is a couple weeks away. It only makes sense to hire either your defensive coordinator or your offensive coordinator. 
as your head coach. Because, I mean, this is the price of winning a natty. You know, if your coach decides to bail, you really don't got time. Because I really think Michigan don't got a plan. I think the plan was hardball. And I don't think they got time to really pull somebody they else in. They just extended them, right? He didn't sign it. He didn't sign the extension. No, he didn't sign the extension. I, I think you got to go Sharon Moore. Well, you got to go Sharon Moore. Or the just DC. for the continuity. Just for yeah, the continuity. you got no choice. Because because uh, you can have, and we'll get to Alabama next. You, you can have a next, uh, Alabama situation. Everybody's fucking bailing. You know what I mean? And you got a pretty good recruiting class coming in. And, you know, everything's on pause right now. You know what I mean? I think that's the only reason why Harbaugh hasn't split just yet because they trying to figure out who going to glue this bitch together. Yeah, he's trying that's, not to let the shit burn down on his way out. The Sharon Moore got the juice. The, uh, the D.C. got the juice. Is the D.C. following Harbaugh? Is it, who's out there that can take this job? I think that's the problem. I think that's the full-blown problem keeping ADs and presidents up at night right now. You know, also, man, before we get to Nick Saban, man, um, you see everybody from Ohio State coming back? Absolutely. That is a 100% direct byproduct of Michigan winning the national championship. Them boys yes. down in Columbus is upset. Niggas the only money. one who left was Marvin Harrison Jr. Niggas found money. Niggas found money. Niggas found money. I'm going to tell you this, though. Watch out for Oregon, Ohio State fans. Watch out for Oregon. There is. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I I didn't mean to go. go I I was going to say, it's it's something brewing out there, man. Man, I know everybody felt some type of way about Dan Lanning because of the whole Deion Sanders situation when he came in there and was like, this is not for clicks and likes. Um, Dan Lanning ain't no hoe. No, he's not. Dan Lanning is not a hoe. Oregon is going to get the best of the best. I don't know why y'all thought Oregon wasn't a stepper. Um, Yeah, Oregon, Oregon got some cooking. Oregon has some cooking. If I'm Ohio State, I'm very, very – I got my eye on Oregon. I mean, you want you to get back from Michigan, but I got my eye on Oregon. Listen, you know, two weeks ago, almost three weeks ago, a friend of mine who's who's a little plugged in texts me, Nick Sanders retired, a reliable source. I thought he was just talking to me. I can confirm but, as well because Julius Rock told me off air. And I was supposed to hold it down because it was super top secret info at the time. But yeah, go ahead, Julius Rock. I just wanted to stamp you. Yeah. No, I was like, eh. Then he knew it was broke. I was like, yeah, look, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> look, I'm telling the truth. So, you know, man, listen. We will never see another Nick Saban. Ever in college football. Never. I think Nick Saban has... What seven, eight championships? Seven, eight natties? Maybe seven natties. We will never uh, look at it, people. I don't. I'm looking will, at it right now. We don't. I. I. We will never see another Nick Saban. You seven. know, um, seven. That's what I thought. Seven. When at LSU, five. What? What? Six to bam, Right. Yep. Nick Saban has been in the playoffs every year, but what? Maybe one. One season, no two. Eight years in the last ten years, he's been eight college football playoffs. LSU season, and it's and, and uh, last year, he's always he's been in the SEC championships. That it it it's literally, you know, Alabama, if Alabama isn't, it's only been, you know, the eventual national championship. Whether it was, uh, you know. Auburn or LSU, for the most part, he's always – you had to go through Saban to get to the playoffs. You had to go through Saban to get to the BCS. You had to go through Saban to get to the Natty. It, 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 I mean, it is what it is. Right? Right. They said yeah. if a recruit if a recruit got recruited to Alabama in 2007, 
and any recruit in any class from 2007 to 2021, if you stay for three years, you have a championship. From 2007 to 2021, if you got recruited to Alabama and played at least three seasons at Alabama, you have a ring. Yeah. Level of dominance, man. We've never seen a level of dominance from Nick Saban. Like, we, we will never see that again, man. So, for that, I salute Nick Saban. Now, I will say this. People, uh, shouts out to Cameron and Mace. I know they threw out there that Nick Saban couldn't control nobody no more. That's why he leave. People are throwing out, um, you know, the NIL, the portal. I just think Saban is old. <laughs> He's 72 years old. And this was probably his best coaching job he ever had this year. For what this Alabama team was and what he did, this is his best coaching job. So I just think Nick Saban is fucking old, man. And I don't think Nick Saban has it in him to go through a grind of another season. I, I just think it's simple as that. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead. No, I was going to just piggyback off that and, and add a little more context. It It very well could be NIL. Not that he don't want to deal with it or not that he, you know, he lost control. He might just not want to deal with it. You, you got to understand, this is a dude who had the Miami Dolphins head coaching job for a season and a half. And he felt kind of the same way Deion Sanders felt. I don't want to coach millionaires. I don't want to coach people who may or may not be hungry. I want to coach kids who are hungry and will scrap for me, who I can get buy-in from. Nick Saban had problems coaching the millionaire. And that was 20 years ago when he was 52. And you might have a little more energy for that. When you're 72 and you see something that you just don't want to deal with, that's not running. That's understanding your mortality. That's understanding what you do like and what you don't like. Now, if you gave us a young 52-year-old Nick Saban who had the energy and the, the eyes full of, of competitiveness to handle this market, you've got to really sit here and tell me Nick Saban couldn't figure out a way to run this shit up? Like, I think that's the conversation that we need to have. It's not because he doesn't think he can win anymore. Some shit you just don't want to deal with. You've been in a relationship with your lady for 10 years. You know what arguments you want to have and what arguments you don't want to have. You know what's valuable to, to bring up and what don't really fucking matter to Brim. Nick Saban just don't want to deal with the shit. I think so. That's what I think. And and and, and I think that, you know, we all I'm, I'm also going to say, man, listen, you talking about NIL, NIL, NIL. Nobody has shown me what the fuck NIL has produced because in the NIL era, the national champions have been Bama, uh, who won the last? Georgia. 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 Uh, <laughs> Michigan. Those have been the natties. The same the last... blue bloods, if you want to use that. The same the blue bloods. Same Alabama's gonna win that bitch regardless. Georgia didn't was just just happened to hit the fucking stride, and Michigan hit the portal a little bit. This was building, but nobody that's been tossing around Texas and it was Texas and then was nowhere close. Nowhere close. Miami Texas. ain't nowhere close. Texas was paying my old lineman 50 grand and got the ass handed to him by Washington. So just shut the fuck up about all this NIL. It, we, we told we when we started this podcast, we said we're gonna see what NIL is worth. <laughs> we're gonna see what this shit's really worth because I don't see it. I, I, I see the money, but I don't see the production. Like I, I don't think listen, kids are going to Nick Saban to get to get to the NFL. If you leave Alabama, that's on you. He's gonna put a motherfucker in the field. And you might get, you might keep the cycling off to try to get, to try to get the stock up, or try to get NIL, or, or you know, or you you can be Dallas Turner. Or last year he had Bryce first rounder with Will Anderson third rounder, fourth rounder, like the fuck, like like, and Dallas Turner's gonna be there. Kool Aid McKenzie gonna Kelly gonna be there. He's gonna have three. To, he's gonna have at least four defenders in the first two rounds, two in the first round. So like. I don't want that control shit, man. If Nick Saban wanted to go for five more motherfucking years, y'all niggas have to deal with him. Y'all have to deal right. with him. We're not gonna act like he can't. He can't coach. Like let's not do sometimes that. Sometimes they just don't want to deal with shit. Like nil, this, whatever. Maybe, maybe it ain't the players. 
maybe it's the parents and the agents he don't want to fuck with. Like maybe yeah. it, it's the shit around NIL, the nastiness and motherfuckers not wanting to prove shit. I don't know. I don't have a problem with NIL. I will, I will tell you this. I do have a problem with NIL from this perspective. NIL wasn't supposed to be what it was to begin with. The whole idea and the whole purpose of this exercise of paying players is that the schools are making money. So the school should be paying the players. We still ain't solved yes. that problem. These players yep. ain't sharing in the revenue. This is, oh, if you got 500,000 social media followers, we can use outside source aid to supplement some income for you. Motherfucker, I could have did that on my own anyway. Yeah. Like this ain't this ain't all you did was open up the wild wild west. You never fixed the actual problem, which is Texas football program makes one point three billion dollars, and they don't got to break no bread with the players. That's still the issue. That's always That's the, still issue. the issue. And all the NC all the NCAA did was allow uh, Frontier Airlines and AT and T and Dr Pepper and them to come in and fuck the shit up. So. For whatever it's worth, maybe he don't want to deal with that shit. And that's business. He didn't get into college football to run business. He got into college football to coach football. And he's the best ever college football coach ever. And one of the best football coaches we'll ever see. So um as far as taking over this job, I who, who what's the guy from Washington name again? Kalen DeBoer. Okay, I like him. Right, but I, I have a theory on this job. Um, I feel like the big fish was Dan Lanning, right? Dan Lanning fits Alabama. He won at Georgia. He just gives you that SEC Nick Saban fire. It's like you, you feel like he's Nick Saban Jr. You know what I mean? But Dan said no, right? Now, I'm I'm, I'm going to paint this picture, right? I saw the day the report hit, they said Nick Saban has an office still in the stadium, Jordan, uh, in, in the stadium. So I said, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> he's the unofficial VP of football operations. The, you, the, the football shit, I run this shit. I'm not going to let anybody run this bitch to the ground. So, you know, they called Dan Lanning, Dan Lanning said no, right? They called Dabo, right? Now, I got my reasons. Listen, I didn't think Dabo was going to – I thought he was going to call Dabo, but I knew for a fact Dabo couldn't do what the fuck he was doing at Clemson, Alabama. Dabo said no, right? So, after that, I think they may have picked up the phone for Kirby, but they knew Kirby was going to answer. So. They picked old buddy. I think it came down to Norvell, and it came down to old buddy from Washington. And then they just said, Nick, who do you like better? I think Nick looked at Norvell and was like, eh, eh, give me old buddy from Washington. You, this is, you, you still check in with Nick Saban. You know, I know, I think, and, and I think that maybe on a couple of people, like, this is his program. Uh, Caleb DeBoer, this is his program, this is his face, but did, but you check in with Big Dick Samuels, your B-O-O-G. He's the big home. You're not going to run my shit into the ground. And, you know, I think he's comfortable with that because you're going to need a Nick Saban to navigate this motherfucker of Alabama, right? This is going to be a very, very hostile job, a very, very rabid environment, and you're going to kind of need a Nick Saban. I think this job would have ate Mike Norvell up. I don't think he had the skin for this motherfucking job. It's Florida State fans and it's Alabama fans. And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, just seeing all the kids leaving, I don't, that's a big deal. But, you know, I think Alabama made the right hire for now. For now. Julius Rock, can, can we just talk about the kids leaving for a minute? Like, just yeah, yeah. really help people understand what this is. Yeah. When you get recruited to a school, you were getting recruited by coaches who are under who are on the staff. And those coaches are the coaches who have identified you and believed in you. 
I know we like to make it sound good by, oh, don't commit to a coach, commit to the school. Well, motherfucker, if the coach don't like me, I'm not going to play. If the coach didn't have me in his plans, I'm not going to play. So if if these kids are seeing that the coaches who recruited them and the coaches who believe in them are no longer going to be at the school and there's another coach coming in, y'all better believe that coach has his players. I know y'all like to get on Deion Sanders about coaches been doing this. Deion's just been the loudest one. These kids understand the business. They understand what it is. And if they're already on the – you don't go to college and play a whole season and not know who the fuck you are on that staff and on that roster. If there was three motherfuckers in front of you when the season ended and your coach left, it ain't just three motherfuckers in front of you. Now, it's three that was on the team who's in front of you, plus the other three who are coming from the school with the coach is going to take the job. Now you six deep. It's true. I know y'all like to talk about grind it out, grind it out, grind it out. And that's cool. But when these coaches come into these people's houses and they make promises to your parents that we're going to take care of the kids, this, that, and the third, them kids ain't committing to a school because, oh, yeah, I just always want to. No, they committing to the coach because that coach came in that, that house and sat down and made them kids, made your people feel comfortable believing that you would take care of them. So I don't want to hear nothing about these kids going and they don't understand the grind, this, that, and the third. Man, at your regular nine-to-five job, if a new boss came in and brought the employee with him from the other job to this one, and they was going to cut your pay in half, if you stay in there? Well, no, I wouldn't leave, no. So I, I just want to, I want to get out in front of that because, man, I feel for these kids. Um, a lot of y'all don't know what this is like because y'all never been in this position. Y'all just play NCAA football. Where the fuck is that at, by the way? Um and y'all, it's it's fantasy football to y'all, but this is real people's lives and kids who have goals, and all they're trying to do is get the next best opportunity. Um, right now, all you see is recruits leaving and and recruits decommitting and third, fourth string guys hitting the portal. I don't know. I think starters might be waiting. They might hit the wave soon, but. Um, yeah, man, I just I just wanted to get out in front of that, man. I don't I don't think Kalen DeBoer is yeah, I don't think Kalen DeBoer is gonna be the, the 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 coach that keeps shit from crumbling. And I think that's why Nick Saban's still there. But let these kids leave, man. And that's all that's all I gotta say about that. Let them kids leave. And I and I think um I think that he, you know, maybe he has a vision how to build Alabama the way Mick Saban just may not have the energy to build it. You know what I mean? So it's going to work out, man. It's going to work out. Listen, let, let's proceed on, man. We ain't got much longer left. I I was going to say let's start over, but, you know, let, let's rock. Let's rock, rock. Cam Ward, man. Cam Ward. Yo, Pete. Do you want to just go over Cam Ward and then just kind of re-record for the NFL no. one? No, nah, we, we can, you know, I will, I, will, I will be brief. We'll be brief and we'll just keep okay. it pushing. We'll get it all okay. in there. Okay. Cam Ward. Cam, so Cam Ward declared on New Year's Day. Was it New Year's Day? New Year's Day. So he's going to the league. Then football was played. And he said he's going to Miami. Now, I never thought he was a first-rounder. He's a day-two pick. There's nothing wrong being a day-two pick. But this is my position, and I won't be long. Stop trying to delay the inevitable. Eventually, you niggas got to get in the shark pool. I don't respect some of these fucking quarterbacks, bro. I don't respect some of these quarterbacks, man. And I get it, man. You know, business is business. You got to listen. However you get your money, get your money. But eventually, some of you niggas got to quit hiding using these COVID years and these, these fifth except years. Accept who and you are. Accept who the fuck you are and go into the shark pit because it doesn't matter how many years of you, you either Kenny Pickett or your ass is goddamn Joe Burrow. It's no in between. <laughs> You either Stroud or you fucking pick it. There's no in between. 
there's no in between. You either got it or you fucking don't. Period. So I get what you guys is doing. Cam Ward to Miami. My my listen, shout out to my man Perry Hilton. Perry said he win the Natty next year. I said, Perry, you're smoking crack. Y'all will win down games next year. He said, you hate because you're a Clemson fan. I said, Clemson is fast <laughs> too, but we're still a better program than Miami. So, where I, I, eh, what does this do? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, next year, Sador comes out, uh, Quinn, Moneybag Ewers. I don't think he got it. Somebody else is going to ascend. I get what you guys is trying to do. I get it, but Next year, quarterback class is looking kind of eh to me. To me. What, what are your thoughts on this Cam Ward thing? The only thing that stood out to me is it's Miami. So the first thing that came to my head is money. 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 It didn't have nothing to do with, oh, I got it. He knew when he declared for the draft, he knew he was a day two, day three type nigga. He knew he was yes. a, 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 a second through fifth round, not a starter right off the bat grind your way through this process quarterback yeah he went in but at that time agents are still fielding the the calls and i'm pretty sure he got some advice it was like hey this is what you'll make at the the spot that we're hearing teams might take you and miami came and was like oh you're gonna make that next year why don't you come to miami and make xyz and that was that's the deal and that's what happened. That's what I believe happened. I don't have no insider there. That's just what it looks like to me from the outside looking in. So, shout out Let to Cam Ward. He's always going to be a backup quarterback coming in the league. I don't think there's going to be an opportunity for you to be a starter out the draft. You're not going to be a Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson. You're going to be a, a Tyrod Taylor, maybe a, a Jacoby Brissett, and, and have a nice little career. But uh, yeah, that's what it's screaming to me. Miami I'm gonna just throw this money. out there, bro. Jaden, Jaden Daniels got these niggas running. Got to run scared. <laughs> oh, and and Jaden Daniels hungry too, man. Jaden Daniels got these niggas like nah, <laughs> no, 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 man. That's what Jaden. That's what that's what the show would be. Jaden Daniels got these niggas shook right now. They've heard some stuff. They've heard some stuff. So. I know Caleb and Drake ain't moved, but everybody else is, man. So, man, shout, hey, shouts out, man. Shouts out to Cam Ward, man. I hope it work out in Miami, man. Listen, Bill Belichick got canned the day we've all been waiting for. I am excited and I am happy. Um, I'm full. But... You know, um, we kind of saw it coming. We all saw it coming. We all saw it coming. It's not a big deal. W- what are your thoughts on this, Pete? Man, I hate to see one of the greats go out at a time where his greatness is completely under question right now. Like, I don't think anybody is looking at Bill Belichick the same way we was looking at him four years ago. Now, no. Am I lying? Absolutely not. Like that, that, that money looking funny in the light right now. And that's the only thing that I hate for him because that was, that was when Tom Brady left, that was the conversation. Brady left, and the very next year, he went and won a Super Bowl, and Belichick ain't had a winning season since. So was it Bill Belichick or was it Tom Brady? And right now, the answer is it was goddamn Tom Brady. I think most of us used to understand, we used to say, Bill Belichick had the system, right? Yeah. But the system was Tom Brady. I, yeah. I used to always say, like, Bill Belichick had a system, and it worked as long as Tom Brady was the, the, the CPU of that system. Um, so, I mean, this, this makes Tom Brady look like God. I used to always want to say Peyton Manning was my all-time great, but based on – how the careers have transpired in the last four years, Tom Brady got to go spot for me. To me, it's not debatable. But yes. uh, I hope Bill picks it back up. I hope he gets a chance to I hope he gets a chance to go to a team that he can actually put his hands on and say, look, this is what I created. Um, I think San Diego will be great, but I think that he might have some problems with Asante Samuel Jr. out there because his daddy really don't like him. And, you know, um, but 
do I think this is the end for Bill Belichick? Nah. Um, I would like to see him away from New England and with new ingredients to cook to see what he can cook up to validate what I saw for the last 20 some years. Because uh, I would just really hate for that to be a story at the end of the day. You know, nobody questions uh, Bill Walsh and Joe Montana and Steve Young's legacy. They just say Bill Walsh is the greatest coach of all time. But we don't never talk about how he had back-to-back MVP Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I want Bill Belichick to be able to have his flowers in the annals of history. So, Bill, Billy, you got to get your face back, buddy. You got to get your face back. I um, where's he going though? I think he's going to San Diego, or not San Diego. He's going to the Chargers. I damn sure don't want him in Carolina. Not because I don't think that he's a great coach and can do anything with this. this Carolina is sewage right now. We we won't succeed with anything. Not until some philosophical changes take place. Not until David Tepper comes to terms that you're just an owner. You're not a day-to-day operations guy. You're just an owner. Sign the checks and get the fuck out the way. I think he's going to the Falcons. I also see a report that says the Eagles might can Nick Sirianni for Bill Belichick. I feel strongly that he's going to the Falcons because Arthur Blank looks like a goof. I think Arthur Blank is tired of looking like a goof. And I think a lot of owners are looking around at Kyle McNair is like, yo, did he, this nigga? (laughs) I think I want to look like this nigga really fixed this shit. And I think people are looking at David Tepper like, I can't be that nigga. Because eventually, you know, now that Homelander is out, somebody's going to get the label the worst owner. You know, the Browns owner, like, yeah, I made a mistake getting the Browns, getting the Watson the money, yeah, that I made the playoffs. So now it's like David Tepper's getting all the bullets and David Tepper's trying to get the bullets off of him. And I, and I, I really, 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 really think that that's where we're at right now. So um, I can see Arthur Blank being desperate enough to go and just throw whatever at Bill Belichick to like, yo, fix me. Now, I don't know if Bill Belichick wants that job, but I could really see a four-court press by uh, the Falcons, man. Um, But we, we, we're getting a coach's probably, you know, when we get my man Burtis down, man, we, we, you know, we link back up. We, we, I'm pretty sure we'll have the coach situation settled, man. Um, Last night, yo, now we, we kind of already went over the Texans. Last night, man, Mulatto Magic did the master did it did, did the thing per usual. He put the he put the cape on. He 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 put the suit on. He went into he went into the lecture. He gave the master class. <sighs> Listen, I got questions about two people. P. Three. First one is Travis Kelsey. Ain't this ain't his? He ain't skilled player number one no more. This is Rice at Pacheco's office now. Yes, <laughs> getting with it or get lost. Isaiah Pacheco and uh, Rasheed Rice. They run. This is this is my block now. I owe him. <laughs> and if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, you know. You know, Jason, I mean, Travis Kelsey, I've said this for a couple of weeks. He's a little saute. He's a little rotisserie. He's a little grilled. He's a little crispy on the edges. He's a little sunny side up. He's cooked. Okay. He's cooked. All right. He's cooked. He's what he is. He's cooked. Right. You either going to have to find another tight end. Right. Or you're going to have to find another nigga that's like that on offense. Or you're going to have to continue to build his defense up the way it's building in order for you to contend because, you know, you know, I I know last year people say, well, 
you know, he didn't have chill last year. Well, Kelsey was playing out of his fucking mind. Kelsey's playing number one tight end in football. And if that production is going to go down, because he's catching balls, he just isn't breaking that next level. He's not getting the next level. So I think the Chiefs are going to have to find another wide receiver or they're going to have to find another tight end. They, they need another game break because Rice and Pacheco are going to – my fault, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, just to piggyback, I think that the issue isn't that Travis Kelsey lost a step. I think the issue is that he's still being um, cast as offensive weapon number one. Yes. With his current – with his current condition and his physical, and I don't know if it's an injury that he's playing through, it could very well be that. He might return to form after offseason and whatever. But even with tight ends getting older, he can go from Travis Kelsey to Jason Witten. You know what I mean? He don't have to be the Travis Kelsey that was playing next to Tyreek Hill. He can be Travis Kelsey next to Rashi Rice and just be the second or third option or the middle of the field threat that keeps the defense honest. I think the way the offense is going right now, he just Patrick bell out. And that bell out ain't hitting the way it used to hit. But he could turn into a Jason Witten. He could turn into an Algy Crumpler. Uh, I know a lot of people don't know those names because, you know, they're young and they ain't been watching football that long. But I don't think he has to be the deep threat, middle of the field, tight end threat that he was. He can transition to the next phase. It's like when Jordan – Stop dunking, and he went to the post up and turn around fadeaway jump. Yeah. I think that's where he's at in his career right now. Yeah, but it's still gotta replace it. Gotta replace him. Gotta 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 replace him, man. Got to replace him, man. Um, let let's get. Oh my phone. Oh, oh number two, number two. Mike McDaniel, man. Mike, I saw something that they scored 40 points in 11 quarters, right? And they had the number one offense in football. Now, the Dolphins had massive injuries. Defense. Defensively, a couple of them on the O-line. Waddle was in and out of the lineup. Cheetah was in and out of the lineup. The way the Dolphins play football through Tyreek Hill, that should not be the, the well, my fault. The way they use Tyreek Hill, that should not always be the case because I see like some of those, you know, those is catch and go. No, man. I think the Dolphins have got to become more of a downhill physical running team. And I, and I, and I, and I, that kind of went away down the stretch, but I really think they need to kind of bulk up on that offensive line and really get to running that rock, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I just – it just seems like the Chiefs, the, the Dolphins offense get a little bullied sometimes. They don't got nowhere to go to if they can't get cheated the ball. It's too cute. It's too cute. Yeah. Last one, Tua. <sighs> Cam didn't lie. Cam ain't told a motherfucking lie. What do you do with two? And man, this is maybe too early, P. Maybe this is a too early a question. Maybe we need to come to this down the line. But I'm going to just throw it out there and we're going to sit on it. What do you do with two? I, I don't think you do anything with Tua or Mike McDaniel. I think this is part I don't of think the growing Mike go nowhere. I don't think Mike needs to go nowhere. I think Mike, this is just a lesson. And exactly. Same yes. thing for Tua. I think it's the same thing for Tua as well. That game plan wasn't right. Raheem Mostert and I don't know who the other running backs were. You got to pound the ball at that point. Um, it's, a, it's a game that needed ball control. Yes. And you didn't have it. But that's also not the way that they played all season long. So you can't fault them for not changing their identity when it came to play. But that's the reason why they say playoff football is different. And yes. Andy and them been in playoffs for many, many years. They know what to expect. They know the pace. They know how to grind you out. Um, yes. So, yeah, I, I don't think you got to do anything. It's just a learning lesson. I'm not ready to throw either one of them away. I'm excited. Um, I've been watching 
the the hard knock theory on him through this entire process and um i'm excited to see what mike mcdaniels learns from this so i i'm gonna come back to this because i want to be fair to tua i really want to be fair to tua but I, I, I don't want to be a prisoner moment. So I, I will come back to this. I will think about this a little bit more than I have been thinking about this. But it's on my mind. It is on my mind. Um, Let me say this, because you said Ken okay. didn't lie. And I don't think he lied either. Can, can a game manager evolve into a game changer? Yes. Yes, but do you need a game changer to win a Super Bowl? I think the answer to that has been no. Like, what game changer has? But my thing is, I don't have a problem with a game manager. I have a problem with a liability. The liability is the problem. You can't be the reason we <laughs> elect this to it. You feel me? That's That's my thing hey, you can change the game in a good way you can change that motherfucker in a bad way absolutely so like we you can't be a liability you can't we can't we, like we like we have to be able to do stuff you can't be the reason we can't do anything that that's my thing with Tua. and, and last night was just unacceptable because the chiefs were saying yo we're going we're, we're, we you know it is cold we've been here before if you know andy reed to his core he liked to run the football and that was just his type of game. And, you know, that's what that's where it went. You know, and that's just where it's at right now. Uh, NFL picks, baby. NFL picks, NFL picks, NFL picks. So today we have the Steelers. My, oh, my fault. Today we have the Packers and the Cowboys, man. Dallas is a different team on the road. Dallas will bust your head to the white bit on the road. Jordan Love is playing good football. He's not turning over the ball. They say uh, Jair Alexander is trying to go today. Christian Watts is going to play for the first time probably over a month. Here's a stat that kind of jumped out to me today, P. I, as I was doing research for the parlay. Jordan Love will get sacked a lot. It's been a couple of weeks since he's been sacked four hmm. times. The last time he lost, he got sacked four times. So bring the offensive line, move some furniture, man. And Aaron Jones has been has been running the ball. And if you can run the ball on Dallas, you can have some success. So I just don't think Green Bay's defense is good enough to stop. See, listen, Black Essence also goes to C.D. Lamb because ever since Richard Sherman called C.D. Lamb a number two, C.J. Lamb has been first team all him. All he has been tearing everybody's fucking throw out their fucking neck like Mortal Kombat, man. So I don't see how shit stopping today with C.D. Lamb, man. So I have Dallas winning today. Yeah, speaking of Miami and the Hard Knocks, man, I don't know if you've been paying attention to it. We're not getting paid by HBO to promote this shit. I just love football programming. But um, it was a Cowboys-Dolphins game they had on there. And um, there was a, a, a young corner got put on C.D. Lamb, and they cut this little brother in the sand. It was like, oh, we got C.D. Lamb. He's about to lock him up. And the very next play was the 70-yard C.D. Lamb bomb in that game. Yeah. C.D. Lamb turned into one of him. I know A.J. Brown has some disparaging words for C.D. Lamb. said, don't compare me to C.D. Lamb. I'm a number one. He's a slot guy. And C.D. made took that person. Yes. Yeah. He's 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 not for play play right now. He's not for play play right now. So and and I know Dak is also playing good ball. I know people give him extra hate because he's a cowboy and whatnot. Dak one of the best, one of the best, most efficient quarterbacks in third and fourth downs in the league. And what they call third down, the money lead, the, the, the money down, right? Yep. He wanted the best. 
Yeah. Hey. Hey. I'm not knocking it. Also, shout out Black Excellence. Um, all pro teams came out. I think I saw Lamar Jackson got like 45 first place votes. Dak and Brock Purdy got two first place votes. And Josh Allen got one first place vote. Shout out to Lamar Jackson, man. Shout out to Lamar Jackson. Next game, man. Um, Motor City. You're going with the Cowboys for- in that one, right? You go, yeah, I'm going down. I'm going down. I'm going down. Molo City Brawl for it all. Rams versus Lions. Man, something telling me not to front on McVay, man, but I've been a I've been a Dan Campbell fan from the get. I remember his first season and we talked about it and I was like, man, they losers right now. But I like the way that they playing for Dan Campbell. Now we get to really see them play for Dan Campbell. So I'm going with the Lions. All right. So this is the difference between these two teams. Dan Campbell plays off emotion. Sean McVay thinks shit through. Right? That's the biggest difference. And I think the Lions want to blow the doors off the Rams. Right? Just for how the way shit went down with Matthew Stafford, right? And you all know Jared Goff was deaf left for dead, right? Now, this I'm scared that Jared Goff is going to do too much. I'm petrified that Jared Goff, because Jared Goff, ever since Cam said what he said, it's been a little roller coaster. And we already know Dan Campbell, you know, you know, hey, he he put it, pause, he put his nuts on the table, man. You know. But yeah, they ain't always smart. They ain't always smart. Sometimes you know you you, you win big. Sometimes you you know you you you, you get a sex offender <laughs> with it, man. So you never know what you get with it, man. So I I uh I got the Lions winning today, but I can see the Rams win. I got the Lions running today. The, the home teams have just going off yesterday. The home teams have just been putting belts on teams. That home crowd's been mattering. I got the emotion of Dan Campbell over the analytics of Sean McVay. Tomorrow, 4.30 in a blizzard. Mike Tom Hill and Mason Rudolph versus Josh Allen and the Bills. All right, the hoop he got. I'm going to be honest, P. This is a game where it's going to be ugly. <laughs> and you need T.J. Watt. I don't know if T.J. Watt's going to put the cape on whoa, like whoa, whoa. Jordan. Let me, let, let okay. me stop you right there. Okay. You lost T.J. Watt, but you got cold in a blizzard, right? Yes. You remember when Bill Belichick beat the Bills 10 to 7 and Josh Allen played like shit because he cannot play in conditions? So you lost TJ Watt, but you got a blizzard that's going to nullify Josh Allen. Wait a minute, didn't the Bills lose to the Bengals last year? (laughs) Blizzard? Yeah, the the Patriots beat the Bills in a blizzard and Josh Allen looked god awful in that game. That is true. Ooh. But James Cook is like that. And Josh Allen does have a lot of injuries at Robertson, but James Cook is like that. James Cook is like that, baby. Uh, in an ugly, grimy game. I think the Bills are going to win. I think the Bills are going to win. If I'm, if I'm ridiculed by P next podcast, that is fine. But I think the Bills are going to win. And I'm gonna have my man Burns when it's gonna be double dunking uh from the free throw line. But I, I think the Bills are gonna win, man. I think the Bills are gonna win. It's gonna be in Buffalo. I want I I won't be disappointed if Tomlin win, but I, I think the Bills are gonna win. I think Josh Allen's gonna throw his he's gonna do the best thing he can do and just throw his fucking body around <laughs> to, to be the running game, man. I think the Bills are gonna win. Uh last game, man. We get up out of here. Eagles versus Bucks. 
How do we feel about the Eagles versus Bucks? I think the Eagles are going home. I also got the Bucks winning because Baker is a a say what you want, man. Baker's banged up though. It's in Tampa Bay, but Baker's a game. dog. Baker's a dog. Yes, no AJ Brown. Eagles limped into the playoffs. The Eagles limped into the playoffs. The Bucks been playing really good football. Um, Eagles secondary is questionable. That hurts me to say that because I got a loved one on the Eagles secondary. Eagles secondary is banged up. Mike Evans is just all team him. I don't want to hear none of it. I want yeah. Mike Evans to play for 10 more years so we can yes. snatch down all that Jerry Rice shit y'all talking about. Um, Eagles have won two of the last five games in a month. They only won two games in December. Bad December. Very, very bad December. I never seen a team have a bad December and have success in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I got the Bucks winning convincingly. 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 No, and it's not it's unlike us to go against quarter black excellence, but yes. <sighs> Shout out Todd Bowles, man. I know for a minute Todd Bowles is looking like he might get fried up, but um this should help solidify him and continue his his pace as as the Bucks coach. I agree, man. Listen, man. Listen, good, good episode, man. Y'all, listen. We will be back on. Uh, we have people talk about it. We, we're gonna be back this week, man. I, 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 we got special guest Bird is coming through, man. And um, you know, talking that Forty Nine er talk, talking that Forty Nine er shit, and among other things, man. So as always, man, appreciate y'all for fucking with us. Peace.